On this episode of the Mikey Stuff Show, we have reactions for Randy Orton and CM Punk coming back at WWE Survivor Series, as well as predictions for the Royal Rumble, news on Dave Filoni taking over Star Wars, a new writer for Avengers Kane Dynasty, and a new casting for Superman Legacy and the entire DCU. All that and more on this episode of the Mikey Steph Show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Mikey Steph Show. Uh, thank you all for uh, for supporting the show so far. Uh, we just had our uh, Spotify Wrapped uh, 2023 edition and saw a bunch of people, uh, you know, loving the show, putting in their top five, top ten, top twenty uh, podcasts. Um, so a huge thank you. Uh, to uh, to everyone listening and loving the show, uh, we're hoping to have even more uh, kind of views and uh, subscri- subscriptions and just more kind of content coming next year. Uh, but without further ado, uh, let's go into our first topic for today. Uh, one of my favorite NFL players, uh, Deshaun Jackson, um, he has officially. Uh, retired from the NFL. He retired on um, on Friday, December first, on his thirty seventh birthday. And uh, this guy was so much fun to watch. He was truly a dynamic player. One of my favorite. Uh, I I am not a Philadelphia Eagles fan at all, but I really loved watching Deshaun Jackson play. Um, you know, one of the biggest plays he had was a sixty five yard punt return for a touchdown in the Miracle of the New Meadowlands, uh, as it was called, game. And um, and he was just so much fun to watch. Um, he'd go on to win, you know, three Pro Bowls for the Eagles and ranks third among the Eagles all-time in receiving yards, tied for the all-time lead in punt return touchdowns. Um Played for the Eagles from 2008 to 2013. Um, and he was just, he was really, really fun to watch. Um, so, uh, congrats to him on his retirement. Uh, yeah. Oh, can, congrats to him. <laughs> um, Alright, now that we kind of got that out of the way. Uh, we, of course, have to... Uh, Talk a little bit about Survivor Series. Um, and I'm not going to go through all the matches, but really kind of the biggest thing that happened is uh, the biggest match of the night uh, is, of course, Team Cody winning war games where you had Cody Rhodes, World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, Randy Orton, um... And Jay Uso, main event Jay Uso against Drew McIntyre and the all of Judgment Day. 
Um, and Randy Orton, who has been out of action for, he was out of action for like 18 months or something like that, um, finally came back um, at Survivor Series this past weekend. Uh, he was announced to be in the match, and once he made his entrance, the crowd went nuts. Uh, it is awesome to have Randy Orton back. Um, I expect him to have, uh, you know, a massive run in his return. Uh, hopefully another world title win at some point. Um, I'm predicting for, you know, the Royal Rumble, uh, next year for him to face Roman Reigns, uh, for the WWE Undisputed, uh, Universal Championship. I know a lot of people, uh, probably have that match. I'm sure that's going to be the plan. Um, and especially with Randy Orton officially signed to SmackDown, uh, that's going to be, uh, that's obviously a huge get for SmackDown. Um, and, um, love to see Randy Orton back. Uh, going to be really curious to see, uh, what he ends up doing, um, for WrestleMania, what, what, the, um, what his prediction will be. Um, and if you guys have a prediction uh, feel free to, uh, you know, do the comments um, below when I post the video. Um, but of course, you know, we love Randy Orton, but we have to talk about the big return that some people, I, I don't know if a lot of people saw it coming, um, but it was 10 years in the making, CM Punk is now back in the WWE. He came back at the end of Survivor Series to a huge ovation in front of his hometown crowd. Um, having CM Punk back in the WWE is something I never, ever thought would happen. Uh, especially given how, you know, he was last in WWE in 2014. His last match, I believe, was in the Royal Rumble. Um, and then he, you know, he left on really bad terms with, uh, with Vince McMahon and Triple H and, um, then he took a break from wrestling, ended up coming back to, uh, to AEW, uh, in 2021 and, um, you know, things did not really go well, um, in AEW, uh, for him, um, I just don't think it was the the right promotion for him. If I'm being honest, I don't think they have a lot. Uh, there's not a whole lot uh, of right going on there. Uh, there's there's a lot of uh, mess behind the scenes and low attendance and issues uh, backstage. The morale is down. Uh, even you know Jeff and Matt Hardy. Uh, came out publicly and, and expressed their frustration um, with how they were being utilized, which if that's the case, let's have the Hardy Boys back in the WWE. Let's give Jeff another chance. You know, we can absolutely use another tag team. Uh, and the Hardy Boys are, and look, they have done everything there is to do in the WWE. And I, I just want to, I'd always love to see uh, Jeff and Matt back in the WWE you know uh, I I always want that and I hope that at least they get one more one more run 
in the WWE before their uh, their careers are done. But um, we'll we'll see what see what happens there. Um, but yeah, having CM Punk um, back is such a great thing um, for the WWE, um, especially with the Royal Rumble coming up because. I mean, he's got to be one of the top choices uh, to win the Royal Rumble and uh, face Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship main event, WrestleMania. I mean, if I were Triple H, you know, I would certainly be, and I'm sure he is, going to book uh, Seth Rollins versus CM Punk for the World Heavyweight Championship uh, night one of WrestleMania and then night two will be uh, Roman Reigns versus Cody. Um, so as far as who who do I think is going to win the Royal Rumble? Yeah, it's going to be either, uh, you know, Cody, uh, Cody Rhodes, or uh, or CM Punk. Those seem like the the most likely um, outcomes. If you want a, a wild card, uh, I'll throw Randy Orton in there. Uh, Sami Zayn, I think would be uh, a good choice too. Um, I know a lot of people would want LA Knight to, uh, to, uh, to win the Royal Rumble. I don't know if he will, but I could, um, I would love to, uh, to see LA Knight face Logan Paul at WrestleMania and he wins uh, the United States title. I, I think that would be uh, that would be amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, having Randy Orton and CM Punk back in the WWE is it's huge. It is huge for uh, the business, huge for the company, um, and a really good sign that CM Punk, after ten years of being away from WWE and everything that happened. Uh, between him and, and Triple H, he's able to uh, to kind of mend fences and uh, kind of be on everyone's good side. Um, and uh, so, a huge uh, a huge thank you to CM Punk and and Randy Orton for coming back. And I hope you both have uh, truly amazing runs. Um, all right, going into our next section of the podcast. Um, we have to talk briefly about, uh, invincible, uh, season two's episode three and four. We're just going to kind of combine those and talk about, uh, our mid season review. Um, yeah. Invincible season two has been great. Um, I mean, season one was amazing and season two is, is even better. Uh, I mean, there's, show with some of the best uh superhero content that we're getting right now uh i just i love the character of mark grayson love omni-man um it is kind of a of it's definitely violent i think um when you compare invincible and the boys i think the boys is more kind of absurd like very very messed up uh kind of humor and so many different things whereas uh invincible it really goes for that shock factor and the violence um 
both are amazing shows. Both are top superhero quality things right now um, for Amazon Prime. Um, but yeah, this, you know, these past two episodes of Invincible Season 2 were were, were very good. Uh, particularly Episode 4 was uh, amazing with Omni-Man and uh and and mark Grayson kind of coming to uh to terms with one another um and i believe the next part of season two will be coming out um hopefully in january i think i know they really said like early 2024 so you know i would say probably january to, to be early january would be my my hope um all right, just and on that note, uh, we will get into our kind of three big stories here uh, uh, that have taken place over the course of a few weeks. Um, but Dave Filoni has been announced as the chief creative officer at Lucasfilm. So he will be planning the future of Star Wars films and the shows. Uh, so before kind of what he was doing is he would kind of see what all the shows and movies were like after the fact. Uh, but now he'll be able to see uh, and kind of put creative input into how each story is told. Um, I mean, in the quote from me, he would say, in the past, in a lot of projects, I'd be brought into it. I would see it after it had already been developed it had already developed in good ways. Uh, in this new role, it's opened up to basically everything that's going on. When we're planning the future of what we're doing now, I'm involved in the inception phase. Um, so he's not. I'm not telling people what to do, but I do feel I'm trying to help them tell the best story that they want to tell. I need to be a help across the galaxy here, like a part of a Jedi Council almost. Um, so this is obviously... This is the right choice. Uh, Dave Filoni has been a huge part of the Star Wars universe since uh, directing the Clone Wars movie uh, back in 2008, and has been working closely with uh, has worked closely with George Lucas. Um, so Kathleen Kennedy, uh, I should also state she will still serve as president of Lucasfilm. Um, but Dave Filoni will just weigh in on a narrative level um, while Kathleen Kennedy will oversee all of Lucasfilm still, bring other filmmakers in. I'm sure uh, Dave Filoni will also um, have, uh, you know, I would hope he'd have a say in who's going to uh, to kind of come into the fold and work with them and, kind of help with the, the bigger picture of what Star Wars is doing because uh, they are going going back to uh, doing films now. Uh, there are three films in the in the pipeline as of right now. Uh, one of them is a movie focused on uh, Daisy Ridley's character Ray as she kind of trains the the new generation of, of Jedi. Uh, there's also going to be a Mandalorian movie. Uh, that's probably going to be kind of like a Star Wars Avengers sort of deal. Like having Din Djarin, Mandalorian, um, having Boba Fett, Fennec Shand, 
um, Bo-Katan Kreese, and then having, you know, Ahsoka, uh, all the Rebels characters, Sabine Wren, Ezra Bridger. I hope that we get uh, Zeb in there too. Um, hopefully cameo from Freddie Prince Jr. as like a Force Ghost. Uh, Kanan Jarrus would be amazing. Um, yeah, that would be pretty spectacular. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what we have for our Star Wars section of the show. Um, and we have a new writer for Avengers The Kane Dynasty, uh, Loki creator Michael Waldron, um, who is tapped to write Secret Wars and is now writing uh, Kane Dynasty. Um, yeah, seems like... Um, I like that you have Michael Waldron writing both movies. Um, he did a good job with the first season of Loki. And while I didn't love what Multiverse of Madness was, I do think Michael Waldron is probably um, probably the best uh, to be doing this. Uh, I would also love to see Eric Martin, who wrote Loki Season 2, come on. Um I think, I mean, he did such a great job. So having both of those guys on, I think would be amazing. And um, as for my directors, um, I would have Justin Benson, Aaron Moorhead, the guys that did uh, season two of Loki, did Moon Knight, are also doing Daredevil. They are just amazing. Uh, so yeah, those two are, are my picks for um, for. Kane Dynasty and Secret Wars because I do feel like you need to have uh, directors do the the same two films there. Um, and for the DC Universe, um, it has been announced that Sean Gunn will play the villain Maxwell Lord in James Gunn and Peter Safran's DC Universe. Uh, this role was previously played by Pedro Pascal in uh, the uh, movie Wonder Woman 1984 back in 2020. Um, it says here it's not clear if Sean Gunn's Maxwell Lord will make a cameo in James Gunn's Superman Legacy. Um, but it sounds like he will be referenced in the background but will appear in future uh, DC projects. Um... Yeah, I don't really know what to say about this casting. It's, um, you know, I really like Sean Gunn in the MCU as Kraglin and also does the um, motion capture for Rocket. Um, so I could, um, as far as him playing this role, I'm going to give I'm going to give him time to see how he truly fits into this because uh he wasn't my first choice and i didn't even know they were going to do maxwell lord right away in the in the in the dcu but you know here we go <clears throat> um all right so our our next uh our next topic is a uh, little bit of video game news uh i'm gonna touch a little briefly on the game awards that uh just happened a few days ago um, 
And the top award was the game of the year going to Baldur's Gate 3. Um, other games that were nominated include uh, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Alan Wake 2, Resident Evil 4, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Um, my biggest surprise here is that Marvel Spider-Man 2, nominated for seven awards, did not win any. Um, I'm pretty upset about that because this game was an absolute masterpiece. Uh, the voice acting, the action, the gameplay. Did I say story? The story <laughs> was phenomenal um, and is is up there in my top five games I've ever played. It might even be one number one right now. Um, so while I don't need, uh, while this game doesn't need an award to show how, uh, how amazing it is, it would have been nice to, uh, seen that, to have seen that recognition. Um, but you know, that's all I'm going to say on that. Um, but more video game news. We have, um, The Last of Us. Uh, part two, getting a PS5 uh, remake. Uh, and that's coming out uh, January 19th, 2024. That's going to be kind of a remastered version. Uh, not to mention the show, The Last of Us. Uh, the Last of Us Season 2 um, comes out 2025. So, um, yeah, a lot for Last of Us fans to uh, to look forward to. And, of course... Our last topic today, we have to talk about uh, GTA 6 and what that trailer did. Um, so, of course, the um, the trailer leaked a day early. Um, so then Rockstar Games just released the trailer on the internet. Um and it's gotten millions of views. I mean, it's... And we've also found out GTA 6 will also come out in 2025. Um, but there is uh, a lot of hype surrounding this game. A lot of uh, a lot of publicity around, around this one. Um, I am super excited for this game to come out. Uh, GTA 5 is one of the highest selling games. I think it's the highest selling game ever. Um, and, uh, you know, for, to see kind of an updated map, I think would be cool. Um, but, um, yeah, cannot wait for, for that game to, uh, to, to come out and for us to, you know, eventually get a gameplay trailer. Um, so I am, uh, I'm very excited for this to come out. All right. Well, uh, that is the end of our show. So, uh, thank you all for, for listening to, uh, this episode of the Mikey Steph show. Uh, and I hope all of you have a, a Merry Christmas and happy new year. Uh, one of our next episodes, uh, I'm trying to. Uh, work out having uh, recurring guests Jack Connors 
Matthew the Peach Petrie and Brian Moore on to do our twenty twenty three recap uh, and predictions for twenty twenty four in the uh, Spotify Wrapped uh, thing that they did. Um, the episode with all three of them doing that hype draft was the top rated episode, um, which is, uh, amazing to me. (laughs) I, uh, you know, that I always love having those guys on and it's as chaotic as it is. It is, uh, it, it was a blast. Um, and you know, they're dear friends of mine. So, um, yeah, super excited to have them on. Uh, but that should be uh, hopefully uh, next weekend if we can get it done. But, um, you know, we're going to work on schedule and, and see what happens. But, um, again, thank you to everyone who follows the show and is a, a supporter of the show. I I really love doing it and I'm hoping for next year to get even more, more views and uh, see how how we can, I can help this thing to, to grow and my online presence to, to grow and, you know, develop more confidence for it. Um, so thank you guys. Have a, have a wonderful day and, uh, happy holidays.